Hello. Hello. Howdy. Today's podcast is pretty special. We yeah. got um the guy we've been talking about in some of the episodes. So many episodes. The we've man. We've, I, I remember I was looking and we mentioned your name. I mean, I know you don't listen to podcasts, but we mentioned your name like every podcast. Like whenever it's like a redhead. To be, like, I thought Julian, oh, you know, Julian's family or something like that. Nate Erie, like, when we said well, like one of the questions we're going to ask you later, he said that his answer was Ed Sheeran. And the first thing I said was Julian. <laughs> yeah, was, that's why I said. Um, yeah. And. Yeah, the man, the myth, the legend, the Julian ginger, Cecil Julian Sorrentino. That's me. That's the name. Don't worry about it. I've been I've been trying to say everyone's middle name like as a flex, like because I remember it. Like yeah, I was surprised I remembered uh, chances. Yeah, yeah, but um. So you did get mine, right? Now I can't remember. Did what you say, did you get my middle name? Yeah, Cecil. Cecil. You gotta expose me like that, didn't you? I right? said it like literally. <laughs> yeah, expose me like that. Huh? I said it already. It? Insecure about it's the middle name. Cecil? Yeah, it sounds like that sounds like a Cecil. Name. A lot Not of people are. Lie. A lot of people are gonna get. I like a lot of people are gonna get exposed in this podcast. Like, yeah, you already know. Daniel Leon Fox. Cecil. Actually, didn't say for Andy's. Andy was Andy Avery, but oh, oh well. I think we should get this out of the way. I think we should get this open in the air. Um, so, uh, um, police officers, if you're uh, if you're watching this, to get uh, Julian. Uh, into your program, into your police academy, into the FBI, whatever Julian wants to do. For Witness sure. protection. It's probably going to be on there too. Nice. Um, I just want to let you know that I speak for myself and not for Julian. If I say anything that you find offensive, I hope you don't hold it against Julian. Yeah, He's Julian doesn't boy. believe any of the and offensive stuff. Yeah, I appreciate sure. that. And I'm also sure. for anyone listening to this who um, is evaluating Julian because Julian wants to be a police officer. And so... Um, I just want to say that Julian's a great guy and you should take him for the job because he's uh, amazing. Yeah, great guy. So yeah, I'm that's ginger. my, and he's ginger. So like, why what else would you not want him? Like he'll yeah. fit in with some of the other cops. Like also including other cops who are of other races yeah. and other sexual orientations. Definitely. And, of course. Like yes. when me and Julian go into the bedroom, like he's always the dominant one, which I think makes like a great like um uh, role for in a terms of like officer. him like he like turns on the lights and stuff and like you yeah, know Yeah, exactly. I that's mean cool. if he was gay that's cool too. You know? I'm like cool. a Swiss There's, army knife. Yeah. Very, yeah. Uh, jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, if the police academy doesn't like um gay people then he's not gay, but like, you know, he might be. So yeah. Deal with it. But like, Julian is accepting of gay people, non-gay people. <laughs> oh, wait, I remember um, I was just thinking of last night um, with Bella. Like, uh, Julian is accepting of the um, homosexual <laughs> population. One of our coworkers, um, she was talking about how she hates Chick-fil-A because of conversion therapy, I guess. I guess she thinks they practice that or something. Oh, my gosh. I was with Josh the other day, too. And mm-hmm. my, my friend, you know Josh. And uh, I was with Josh, and he said, I don't go to Chick-fil-A because they don't support LGBTQ yeah, rights. exactly. And so, yeah, and he, he won't give us dollar there. And so she was actually like, I have lots of um, <clears throat> homosexual friends. And I thought that was pretty funny. I just yeah. thought it, it it seemed very out of character. Like like she was going on with a full blown sentence, and it was completely normal. And then she paused and went like cleared her throat and was like, <clears throat> "Homosexual friends." <laughs> so so I thought that that was funny. So I'm like, "Oh, that's funny." Um, I have a homosexual sister. <laughs> yeah, and she just kind of she's like, "I love your sister already." I'm like, mm, yeah, "There's this okay. like thing that like all right. There's this thing that like I read about and it's like every white group of friends tries to get a gay person into their group and there's this like YouTuber did it and he's like very feminine but he's not gay and a group of like white girls came up to him and said, "Hey, are you gay?" And then he's like, "No, I'm straight." And then they're like, "Oh." 
And he's like, wait, no. He's like, he like felt bad because he like wanted to be oh. gay for them. <laughs> you know, because like every white girl like wants to get like a gay friend. So yeah. He should have just said he was gay, but just like kind of like, yo, like, I'm straight. He's like, I'm, he's gay, like, I'm experimenting. Really. Like he gets in with every single girl there because he's gay. I he's think that's, like, when he pulls, just, you, that's, that's when he just pulled the bike. I was going to say that. Yeah, you pulled the bike card. Yeah, you pulled the bike card. And then everybody's like, oh. Will you be? Will oh, you go no. out with me and be my best friend? Damn. Aww. No, and then that's when you get the girl that's like, "Oh my gosh, you're bi. You must be so open. Let's just like, you know, have fun. Let's just have sex. Let's just have fun." And then the guy's just like, "Experiment, experiment." The guy's just like all in, and so yeah, and so um, I mean, I personally value the sanctity of marriage, but you know, it's whatever, Tim. You do you, bud. Oh my gosh. Okay, and yeah, so. Julian and me and Nathan have been really good friends for the past um, 30 years. And uh, if you didn't know, we're all 40. And so at making this podcast and yeah, and we've had some very good times. long history, very long history among the three of we've us. We've had some yeah, times, sure. you know, and me and Julian started uh, uh, being involved with a woman during the same time as well. And so followed uh, different, similar life paths, I'd say. And like our in our life and how it's going, and so um, Julian's with uh, Trinity, and it's been how long now? Uh, just over a year and a half. No, wait, yeah, over a year and a half. How long? Wait, what? I thought you guys started dating before me and Emily. We did. It's like a, it's a year and a half for me and Emily too. Yeah, we're just we started dating like just before you guys, right? Like just like was it like a week or two? We started dating. We officially our date is February twenty seventh. Uh, when so, was the first time you guys held hands? That's funny. <laughs> what? Oh two months God. after that? Actually, <laughs> that was that was sometime in March. You're welcome. All right. Yeah, yeah that was uh, me and Emily started dating in March. It's called so. respect. I re- no no yeah yeah yeah. I respect their bubble. Julian, they yeah. have a bubble. I can't break it. She had, until she had, at least she, the fifth date. <laughs> Julian had a very large bubble with Trinity, and uh, yeah, the first hugs didn't come in until weeks. And yeah, they, they Tim likes to grill me for this. So, Trin, if you're listening, beat his ass. But <laughs> oh, yeah. Trinity's probably going to listen to this. She is going to. She was telling me how excited she oh, was. I'm that. sorry. I don't mean any disrespect to you, Trinity, but I'm just saying you guys took it hella slow. And I was just like, whoa. And like, I couldn't be does she Does she usually blame it on you or like herself? You yeah. Know what I'm I think Neither. she tries to make me feel better because she's told me at times. She's like, she's like, oh, um, when, when we like kissed for the first time, I think that that was the right moment. I wasn't ready for it before. And I'm like, okay. I think I'm like I think you're telling the truth, but I also think that that'd be a great way to make me feel better. Yeah. At the same time, and I'm like, yeah. that's that's pretty good. And so yeah, so Julian's on a similar life path as me, and you know, doing similar things. Julian now works at a movie theater as well as with Nathan, and so um, yeah. it just recently got hired at Churned. We'll see how long that lasts for him, but uh, scoop and ice cream and according uh, to my job application i plan on being there until i go into the academy perhaps according to the job application according to what <laughs> mr allen had asked me <laughs> all right <laughs> believable yeah. and when, when is this academy gonna happen uh well they don't start uh even looking at your application till you're 19 and a half at least for uh, lasd uh Los Angeles Sheriff's Department. Mm. Um, and I'm not, I think it's 20 for Orange County Sheriff's Department, and that's my priority. So, earliest would be next, like January, February is when I submit my application. The academy yeah. wouldn't come for months after because they, 
extensive background check. That's I'm talking to you, Mr. Recruiter. Who's <laughs> listening to me? Give me the job. I'm a great applicant. I promise. <laughs> yeah, and and he's thinking about it right now, so I guess I should something too. But I just out of curiosity, what is the starting pay if you got into that academy? The starting pay for the academy for in general, mm-hmm. uh, for Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department is sixty three thousand dollars. That is awesome. Yeah. That is fucking awesome. That's right. Wow. I want to be a sheriff's, but uh, I mean, long-term goal, I want to be a detective for Los Angeles County Homicide Bureau. That's awesome. And FBI is on your list too, right? FBI is up there too, man. As an FBI agent, what is your responsibility there? Like, what do you do? I don't even know what the FBI does. What do do they do? uh, Investigate. Yeah. Federal Bureau of Investigations. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. What made you want to go into the police force? What made you want to hold that gun to power? Uh, well, my mission, my initial like drive for it was I'd watch shows like Forensic Files, CSI, whatever. Hawaii Five-0. Yeah, Dateline. Really? Mm-hmm. Hawaii? That, that is a good show, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I look at it, and I'd be like, man, they took something so little, like a, like a you know, because they're always glorified on there, but it was like the blood splatter from somebody that was, you know, beaten with a baseball bat, but they could tell, like, how the event played down because of the size of the dots on the ceiling when he lifted like the bat up. And I was like, that's insane. And then the investigator is the one that takes, you know, cause they can't be an expert in all of it. They call people in to analyze that stuff. And they take like all those little bits of information, put together a scene well enough to convict somebody in court. And I'm like, that's like just the coolest well, thing. Let's talk about the real reason. Julian goes and he says, um, I was hoping for the real answer, which is it all started with a role play. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's that it. came after. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think I told you guys this, but my boss, I go up to him and I say, hey, and we're just talking, whatever. And I was like, hey, do you play video games? He's like, oh, yeah, like I love video games, computer video games, Xbox, like, right? He's like saying that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, have you played the game CSGO? And he goes, and he's like, yes, I played that when I was younger. Oh, my God. And so then I got yeah, like, that was the end of the conversation. Mm. We go back the next day and he's like, Tim, I was playing CSGO till four in the morning last <laughs> night. It is awesome. That's what he tells me. And he's like, you have to add me on Steam and we have to play. My And I'm like, okay, yeah, put in your Steam. He goes, he puts it in. His Steam is Ninja Tits 69 <laughs> That's my boss. That's, loaded, that's like my boss. That's a loaded name. Yeah, dude, Ninja Tits 69 That name comes with power and it starts dominance. <laughs> it's like as, a boss. Almost as good as um, the name Nike Man. Yeah. Yeah, what does that stand for? I don't know. I actually know the story for this. I don't know if you want to tell it, though. Uh, or not really. Yeah, I could tell. It's 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 like it's it's not a very it's like a minute long. I'd say it's just like a little. Um, setting up my PlayStation Three. True. Yeah. Um, back when I lived in Chino Hills for a couple years, or for a year and like a half, I think. Um, we're setting it up, and my dad comes in, and I went to like the bathroom or something, and he's sitting there with like the he's this big dude with like this tiny little PlayStation controller, and he's like, "What am I gonna make the name out of?" And then he's sitting there on the bed. And I swear, he probably sat there for like half an hour like, oh, what do I make this name out of? And um, he was like, New York, California. Because uh, just a couple of years prior, and especially for him, he came straight from New York because we lived in Middletown, New York for a couple of years or for a year. Um, And then we we made a cross-country road trip to California. That's awesome. How old were you when that happened? I want to say like eight or nine. I think I came here in like the second. Do you remember it at all? I I remember it a little bit. I remember our stop in Vegas. Two things happened. We 
didn't go in the M&M factory and I threw a fit about it. You know, <laughs> like every kid. Oh, yeah, 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 like yeah. every kid. We're like, we're going to go in there. And as we're leaving, I look at it and I just started like throwing a tantrum in the backseat. I was like, you got to be effing joking. Yeah. Like, have you visited that recently? I went and visited that a couple years ago. It is lame as fuck. I imagine. Like, it is. It's like being you over were, the age of 12. Like, that's you remember, like, you remember when you were a kid yeah. and you remember it like, m&ms everywhere it is like a small little thing it's not even that big yeah. and it's just like m M&M. it's like m&ms aren't even like i love m&ms but it's like it's not even that cool uh, yeah you can, it's just it's like different colors th- of m&ms they're not <laughs> even like the, the flavors aren't even different they're just different colors you it's know like, it's, like, it's like this is a green peanut m&m <laughs> wow it's the same flavor one? a yellow peanut m&m you could take a bag and buy some overpriced ones where you could put different colors in that are the wow. same flavor and taste the same yeah when i was 10 i was definitely really wowed out about that i remember in vegas too there was like this place that had like a Hershey bar that was like a hundred pounds or something or five pounds. Maybe I think I remember pounds. that. Yeah. The huge Hershey bar, just giant. It was yeah. like an actual brick. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Made um, out of Hershey, but yeah. And so then it was. Uh, you went from New York to California. Yeah. Uh, the second thing in Vegas was just my parents left there. I'm scarred from this movie. Never watch it again. I'm pretty sure it's why I have a fear of horror movies to begin with. Yeah. Um. So she left the room to get like ice or something. I forget, but. Like, the commercial came off. She had, like, flipped it to a random channel. Mm-hmm. And the sixth sense came on. Oh, shit. And I, mind you, I'm, like, eight or nine. And I'm sitting there like this. Like, watching it. And I'm, like, this is great. And then, like, the scary <laughs> shit, like, hits the van. You know what I mean? Where, like, the cat, the kid's waking up with scratches on his arms. Was it the like, whole movie or just the trailer? No, it was the actual movie. Oh, shit. Yeah. And so she, she, I swear to God, it was, like, the longest ice run of like the century she was gone for probably like 20 minutes and it's me and my sister and my little sister um Jeez. in the room and like i sat through like five minutes of that thing and i was just like actually shitting my pants i was oh my like gosh. oh my god i remember i go terrifying. and my dad was is has always been against violent video games when i was growing up like for like young kids mm-hmm. like like when i was like really young you know like nine or ten yeah and i'll never forget this i go and i was like hey dad i really want to buy call of duty and my dad's like like was really against like killing people for fun in the games. So then he went and he took me downstairs and he said, Hey, I want to watch a movie with you and just show you what killing really is. And he put on saving private Ryan. That's a great shaving Ryan's privates. (laughs) Oh wait, that was the different one I watched last night. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And, um, but yeah, and he put on that movie and I remember it being so gruesome. And so I remember the scene where the dudes like, holding the knife and the dude's like on mm. top of him and oh, then it just shows the shadow that. of like the knife going into the dude and, and like, it's like his face right yeah that was brutal and that so like but i'm like i'm like nine or ten and i literally was like shitting my pants during the movie i was just like holy shit okay i won't ask you to buy call of duty again just don't show me this fucking movie like that's terrible that's like, a yeah. completely different experience from when my mom told me to watch a movie and i was like just in awe of how great of a movie how it was. old were you 12 13 yeah that's why because i was like literally like eight or nine yeah like yeah. for sure so like definitely big, couldn't uh, handle that let, in yeah. third yeah. grade like there's there are some big like transition points yeah in like your like childhood like coming into adolescence and then especially now that we're 18 19 years old yeah like adulthood like what were like the biggest like childhood like oh is this a question like, from, our, I, from I, our I, guest that's crazy okay. oh, oh but before, oh, before we oh. answer it um just remember to like Stay on the mic because you're doing that. Sorry. Yeah. And so I have an answer to this question. I think a big um, thing that I like, I think with my own maturity and my continuous maturity in life, um, 
I have like really learned that like my parents' motivations, like when I was younger, like make a lot more sense to me now. Like when you're like really young, you're just like mm-hmm. thinking about um like oh my parents are wrongfully doing me they're wrongfully yeah. doing this wrongfully like, like doing it's this. all about like yourself and like but now they're... i'm starting to see that like when i have kids like i'm gonna treat them the exact same way and like oh, you yeah. look back on things and you and i especially because i have a nine-year-old brother right now and i'm seeing like my dad do the things to him that like that like he did to me and like how mm-hmm. like i was totally against it that's like exactly how i would treat my kids if i had a kid mm-hmm. if i had kids now too like no video games on the weekdays no priorities yeah yeah, definitely like setting things up that i thought was so unfair as a young kid but like now that i'm like older i definitely see the um the positives of it and stuff like that and like Mm -hmm. it was actually admirable and so like yeah now it shows that they care so i think that that was like that's like that was like a big i think that was probably like when i was like probably just recently when i turned like 17 is when like i started seeing all that and i was just like that like the, when they're being strict, it's because yeah. they care. It's it, if they weren't strict, then they're like play whatever you want, eat whatever yeah. you want. It's because they really like don't. Give and like just shit. like the effort like my dad put into like my childhood. Like I remember like when I was in Cub Scouts and we were doing like the Pinewood Derby. Then like um, like we would just be making a car and my dad would like help me make a car. And I remember that when I was in sixth grade, I was in the science fair. Right, I was really into the science fair, and me and my dad, my dad literally helped me with the idea for the science fair. He bought me. Uh, 5,000 worms and I made a worm composter out of like dirt and it's like this green thing and it was so cool because like you use the worms and you just like the whole experiment was like taking our leftover trash and paper and stuff like that and just feeding it to the worms instead of like throwing it away that would give me nightmares now yeah but like I did that I did that in sixth grade and I won the regional science fair yeah Oh, uh, Nathan hates that. Nathan literally is getting don't expose oh, my phobia. On Nathan hates that. Air. Yeah, but um, worms. No, of anything. Do you know why? Do you know my phobia? Yeah. No. Wait, what? You gone this long with my friend without? Knowing? I mean, I'm sure. Right, I let's do, keep it that way. Like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> what is it? So we go, and so then we go, and like, um, I won the science fair for my school, and I won the regional science fair. That was at a college. It was at um, fuck, what is it called? Uh, Bi- Biola University. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah so I, I, won- I had a couple of races there. Yeah, there's a couple of races. Oh, so. no, not Biola. That was. Uh, what's Mew of Champs? Oh, uh, Azusa Pacific. Azu- Why did I think that? Biola is pretty cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Biola. Bible cool. Institute of Los Angeles. It was really Ooh. cool. How do you think that you have seen things as you got oh, older? Oh, shoot. What was the question? It was. Like, <laughs> how do you think that, like, starting with, like, being a, like, a baby to, like, mm-hmm. your first memory? Yeah. And then, like, going through, like, step by step, kind of, like, what were, like, the biggest, like, changes of your like perspective of both like like losing the magic both kind of things mm. so like you know how we had talked about like the m&m factory and how, yeah you know like at at eight or nine it's like oh, yeah. this incredible the biggest thing. like steps of maturity yeah. maturity yeah, wise like maturity oof that's definitely mine's gonna be kind of lame i don't know if it's lame or not or deep i, don't I mean know. it's different for everybody mine's so. definitely um for sure uh weirdly i guess it's kind of like timely but age um um age like 17 18 ish i know it's kind of like gay because it's like oh i guess the age you're supposed to be like maturing but like for me that's honestly like where i discovered the most like about myself and like mentally like i feel like i grew like i totally like you can't just I mean, copy my answer. So, so what you're saying? <laughs> Did you say like something? From the age I said like, like that. You were I was like, <laughs> I, no, I was like, just think about Julian, like Julian's mic thing, because when he was, when he turned to talk to yeah. me, it'd be like, 
I, I literally just like, said, like, I said something. It's a hard pivot, okay? Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's fine. not as easy as it looks. No, it's fine, it's fine. I, I, I said I something like, so similar. And also, Noah was, like, walking over, and he had some stuff on his back, <laughs> no, so I was, like... Good. All good, yeah. <laughs> nice. I said something similar. I was talking about how, like, sorry, um, yeah. like... I heard I, your thing about um, your uh, science fair and everything, yeah. But, but, uh, before that, I was talking about how, like, my... Um, my parents, I realized like what they do for me. Oh yeah, is, no, like, yeah, I heard that. Younger, I just know. didn't know you said you realized that like seventeen. Seventeen, eighteen. I, I actually yeah, didn't hear. Exactly. I, I heard it's the a whole thing. Jaded, that, yeah, heard that whole thing. Mine was definitely, um, yeah, seventeen, eighteen, just for, because of uh, kind of like what we were alluding to in Armand's podcast about like failure. That's literally like definitely a point in time where I reached a point where I was like, just everything went wrong. Well, like, yeah, you went and you were. Because it started with your. Call, or like the, yeah. one of the biggest things was your college application yeah well, well senior year. just i mean emotionally it was when i discovered about like emotionally i mean like you know you guys know like the whole uh yeah. story with this one person yeah <laughs> and um you know that person like literally like just like that all that like emotionally i had no idea how to handle it for sure and like handling just like the like how i viewed myself and like my confidence and just that I mean, I, this is like gonna be a small tangent, t- small tangent. But like, yeah, Tim and Julian, like, the part of the reason why, tangents. the reason why these two homies are like some like my brothers is literally like this whole event, which we'll get to in another podcast. But um, you keep saying that you keep postponing the yeah. inevitable. We'll postpone it. A little longer. But with um a certain person um who you know I I caught feelings for and stuff, but lasted me like it was a super long over two year journey. Um, but this like you know these guys really like, helped me through that and like that was one whole experience just learning about like how to deal with yeah. my emotions and how to deal with viewing my self confidence what my identity was in and that along with you know getting rejected from pretty much every school uh-huh. after working for like six yeah. years you go you and went then, your entire high school and you were in IB to start out yeah. with you didn't go with that you took six Val APs Tech. your junior year you're in Valtech yeah. you were doing all those things and basically had to go to a JC a JC yeah which uh, ended up yeah. which yeah. I'm really I mean, being to Nathan cool. to Nathan's credit he got out of that in a year that is not no, an he worked out he, oh, no, he, so. it worked like, out he, for Nathan. he will be <laughs> if he stays on track he'll be getting his bachelor's degree in three years you know how difficult that is i want to give a round of applause to uh, nathan garcia thanks, man. with an incredible nice, too nice. academic achievement yeah thanks man um i feel like your principal <laughs> standing up at the top ladies and gentlemen i'd like to congratulate i yeah. feel like julian's taking over this podcast oh right now gosh, i feel like i feel like i'm his guest little right alpha, alpha <laughs> i feel like yeah well, and then the, yeah the third thing was just like inadvertently it must be the cop um, call me daddy it's a cop instinct <laughs> inadvertently like losing like two of my best friends which ironically are you two but like not in like a sense where you guys like were you know abandoned me or ditched me but just like learned to, like tim alluded to earlier but you know these two got involved a little romantically with some people it's just freaking dope like obviously i'm like i support that but just like that's yeah. something like me like anyone who knows me knows i'm super against like change and like yeah. just moving on and like letting go of things and i'm such an introvert like these two are like my only friends for like honestly like the longest time yeah. and it was just like letting go of that and like seeing just dealing with all that at the same time like it's, it's a no, lot to go through it's no secret that they yeah. say you know failure it really does like teach you a lot of things. And, that's like, one that's... thing that I feel like for me, I would, I, I don't regret it at all what I did or anything, mm, yeah. but if I would do it for again, sure. I would do it a lot differently. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, um, yeah. And I think that you'll understand this one day too, but it's like, yeah, it, it, yeah. That, that whole point where you meet someone that you're falling no, yeah, in love with for, for the sure. first time, it was like, 
to me to me it was a completely different perspective to what your perspective was on that because no 100 yeah because you you go in that and it's just like three months six months that's fast eight months and you're just going through it and and it's just boom it it felt like nothing yeah yeah and for for like from our perspective it's like yeah to to us like especially when i was like because i know that you had vented to me about when tim was doing this um yeah 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 and then i was like oh don't worry bro i'll never do that and i'll be the first to say it. i kind of jumped the gun a little bit you guys are shitting on me we you guys were, are absolutely we were absolutely dumpstering me. i know no, yeah, not it's, even gonna lie. it's definitely like what you were saying it's like there's just so much it's, like i said like looking back it's ages 16 to 17 to 18 for me like the amount yeah. of stuff that i how i changed mentally it's kind of crazy to me crazy. you know like I, i'm yeah. just like i like learned you, you a went lot. from a boy to a man <laughs> i don't know if i'm gonna go that and far with a little you, help from tim if you see yeah if you see nathan's far. downstairs you'll definitely see you went from a boy to a man last night you know what i'm saying from a boy to a man to a god <laughs> oh my gosh no it's just yeah, yeah that the, that's definitely it felt like, like the thing that's yeah. crazy to me is i wish i learned this when i was a little bit younger because i remember sophomore year when i was going out with katie and i know you guys know about that. oh god i forgot about her yeah and so then and so i remember i only was with her for like a month and a half right did the same thing where I just completely like my friends, I was best friends with Haley and Jordan at that time, mm-hmm. like my two closest friends. And I just completely went away from them, you know, was with this girl, was with her group of friends, you know, for like a month and a half. Went by like that, just like how it went the other time. Because it I go back, feel like you're leaving them. I go back yeah. and I and I remember I was, it was at lunch and I go and I just walked over to Haley and Jordan. And I just sat down and I just was like, what's up, guys? It felt like nothing had changed per, from my perspective. That's yeah. how it feels. And they're just like... And they're just like, like we haven't seen you in, in forever. And I'm just like, what? Like, what? It's like it's like you're going through a portal, bro. Especially yeah, when you have yeah, no other responsibilities. Sure. That's yeah, like the that, worst part. It's very true. It's very yeah. true. Because I, yeah. like, I was like, I think that I'm, you know, hanging pretty in touch with Nathan. And now I could look back and be like, no, you weren't, buddy. No, you weren't. <laughs> no, you weren't. He had very valid complaints, and it's just yeah, like, like you. It's totally like jaded and blocked out. Like yeah. you can't yeah. you can't see what you're doing in the moment because if mm. to to me it felt like. Like I was like, I think I'm striking a pretty nice balance here, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this like, feels pretty healthy. This feels like, like yeah, how can Nathan get mad at me for for sure. this? And yeah. then like hindsight, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe not the best call. Would yeah. I have done it differently? I probably wouldn't have because I don't think that I'd be here. Yeah. Today, if I'm I saying, had, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it differently. I don't regret it. And I wouldn't do it differently. But let's say hypothetically, me and Emily break up and I go out with someone else. I think I would do it differently. That's the, that's, that's what I, that's, that's, that's what I that's what I think because I don't think because. Emily was your first love. And exactly. mine. So like. Exactly. You know. And I think that I would just like prioritize things a lot differently. Like the next, if there is a next yeah. time, let's say that, right? Yeah. And so. It's definitely like growth on both sides. Yeah. Because like Big even time. like, even on my, my point of view, it's like, I obviously it was painful to deal with, not just because, um, I, I know like looking back, it's not even like, it's not even like I thought you guys were like intentionally trying to leave me. Of course, like I, you know, I understand, you know what I'm saying? Like I, there's no ill will there, but don't it's like, leave me. <laughs> it's like Molly, don't <laughs> leave me. <laughs> it's definitely like, a you know, going, we're going off Molly. It's like, it's like a double, it was definitely like a double like thing because for me, it was like dealing with the, the same as college and stuff is like dealing with seeing your life not work out, but it seeming like it works out for everyone else. Uh, that's something yeah. really hard to deal with. Like I yeah. felt like, a lot of stuff was going hap- was happening but now like, it's okay oh yeah now um, but now I mean, it's okay it's always a constant battle you know what i'm saying like it's always something i'm always like dealing with but i feel like i've definitely come a f- long way you know mm-hmm. i went from 
geez, like the pretty much the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Start I'm still the bottom uh, now here. Uh, yeah, mm. I'm not. I'm not gonna pretend like I'm like got it all figured out because I don't. I still, you know, there's a lot of things I'm yeah, still I trying to figure out. That yeah. I think got that the first step out. to like realizing that is accepting that is like yeah, the 100%. first step to like like actually working yeah. like figure it quote it all yeah. out is to be like i don't know everything and but I like, like that's yeah. a lot of for things. sure and even like what a thing i've learned is like these bad things happen to you quote unquote like i mean they are bad but like take it like it depends on how you look at it because it's like um for instance uh, there's a quote that's really gone that's really helped me like a lot of the last couple of years by charles and dolls goes like life is 10% what happens and 90% how you react to it. And I feel like one thing that's been like that whole situation of you guys kind of like going and doing your own things was a really honestly hard for me, but like, I totally understand you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's like without that happening, like I would have never learned how to like let go and like kind of like adopt like who I surround myself with now, which yeah. is you guys plus like, like eight or nine other people, you know what I'm saying? Who like, yeah. I've like learned to trust, like instead of just like, focusing on like just like keeping two people and like nah i don't need a, i don't need anyone else because that's how i was before yeah. i was like i got like two homies like why do i need to make new friends why do i need to like talk to you why do i need like yeah. you know why do i need mm. you in my life like i already have like two people i need that's it and i feel like you can't really live life that way you know yeah <laughs> like and mainly because yeah. like like we're all human and like sure. even though i'm your homie i'm gonna let you I'm down not a human. and like you better if yeah. we're, we're homies so like and it's like so both ways if you I'll, give up yeah. on me like are were we really homies? Like if you give up that easy, yeah, are you are you really homies? So like, like that. That's why like, I like I would encourage people to, people to like branch out more if you can. Yeah. Like branch out more, talk it's to healthy, people because sure. it's healthy and like like not every like people are gonna disappoint you. That's life. Life is about yeah. disappointment and like overcoming it and then like, because I mean, because like realistically, kind of like success is nothing without failure. Yeah. You know what sure. I mean? So like. Like your high points in life aren't high points without the lows. Yeah. So like, like we're gonna disappoint you. I mean, you'll disappoint us at some point, and that goes that goes for everybody. But yeah. like, the key I'm is sorry like, for disappointing you last night. Really, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Flaccid. It's okay, Tim. <laughs> it's okay. I bought more. You were Viagra. good the other few nights. Yeah, I bought more Viagra. We're gonna be fine. <laughs> it's also like perspective you're like, too. You know? You're like 18. Why do you need Viagra, bro? <laughs> You can always get up more. It's like, also like the thing is like me, like surrounding yourself with a small group of people is cool, but it's also like you limit your perspective on things. Like that's you one really thing do. I didn't realize yeah. is like you have to, when you talk to more people and stuff, like even if they're not like, like your friends and stuff, like, or even if they are your friends, like you, you get a huge perspective on how to view like a lot of things and mm-hmm. it's really healthy. And even like, even people you don't like, that's like one thing I had to learn too is like, what's what do you really gain of like holding grudges burning bridges being closed off to others mm-hmm. like there's a lot of people who i regret like not liking in high school or i like definitely like didn't realize you know people i guess one thing i kind of struggled to cope with was that people change even though i was changing so much mm-hmm. i didn't see it myself but i really held others to like a different standard mm-hmm. and that's that's like that's crazy because it's like people change so what's the point of like holding a grudge and being like I don't want to know. I don't want to be part of you. Like, I don't want to like, you're such a bad person. Cause like, we're all still growing. And like, you know, yeah. why would you close the door on that person who like could be a different person? Like five years later, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It is kind of like, when, what do you really gain out of that? Like it's just your pride. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. kind of sucks, but yeah, I, I think I took that question way too hard, but I mean, no, that, <laughs> that I mean, that's a good answer. And I mean, 
Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a great answer. That's really. crazy that's how you don't want to ask any questions. I, I, I asked a, one question. We haven't had a no, but legit, like I don't think we've had a guest really, right? Have we, unless I, I this just know. feels natural. Has Nate feels, said something? I don't like, remember. He's that's in the crazy. chair, bro. He's got it. He's, he's in the. the he knows what he's doing. He's in that chair. That's Jeez. all. That's but I mean, this just feels natural. Yeah, I just feel like I feel like I see your perspective on that, and then I see it at like the other side because I've always been so bad at holding grudges and so bad at doing those things. Yeah, that's interesting. That's an that's an interesting. Literally, I go. I've seen this so much in my relationship with Emily too, where it's like something will happen. Right. And I'll feel a certain way and I probably should address it. And I probably should do that. And I forget about it a day later. Forget about mm. it. And you let it go. And I mean like, yeah, that's, it's a blessing and a curse. Exactly. Sword, totally. Exactly. Because like, you know, you can. And so that's why I've been trying to be story, like, so. I've been trying to be like more like uh, confrontational with people like in the moment, because then I just like forget. And I just, I'm like, yeah. and I'm too, like easy going it, yeah it leads to you getting taken yeah, advantage you exactly. don't want to be a doormat but you don't exactly. want to be a brick wall so yeah that's like what i've been trying to do because like yeah because i just feel like i just am like way too easy going with things and i'm just like oh just like you know i just like uh don't care after like a day and like I yeah just that's why I, I i like and i feel like like i'm trying to walk like the line that's like the yeah. good one and i just like the motto my motto for me is like pick your battles like if, sure. if you're gonna sure. if you're gonna fight a fight make it a fight that you like that you like care about like don't don't yeah. pick don't pick a fight over something that you really could care less about like yeah like sure you could be upset in the moment right and you're like this is all this is all i care about is picking this fight yeah but like it kind of it takes like and i think that it takes like a level of maturity that maybe i don't even have yet um the well that i probably definitely don't have yet that to to like remove yourself from like like that situation and be like is does this matter in the long run mm-hmm like no, you will be over this tomorrow, and like there's nothing to learn from it. Like like you picking a fight right here isn't gonna like it's not gonna help anybody. It's just gonna make you and whoever you're picking the fight with more upset. So it's like pick your battles till to the ones that like you yeah. care about and what the I, ones that like have an impact. Yeah, what just like needless bickering mm-hmm. or being a doormat. Yeah, what I think the hardest part about doing that is is that like. I try to do that when I'm in a situation and just take a step back, you know, and it's, just like, it's really hard. Yeah. Cause you get like, if you get angry, it's just like a spiral. And then if you, if you just take a step back and you're like, Oh wait, this doesn't matter at all. Like yeah. what the hell? Like it's like pride's yeah. powerful, dude. Pride is, I, that's yeah. Pride is a really big issue. Yeah. I think in today's yeah. media I mean, heavy for sure. pop culture dominated. And like going off of what Tim was saying, like it's funny because like your greatest strengths are often your greatest weaknesses. Oh yeah, big yeah you know what I'm saying? Like what you were saying about like being like walked over a lot. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, but it's also your greatest strength because like yeah. you like, could yeah. forgive so many people and you've avoided so much conflict. Yeah, which sometimes is a good and bad thing. But yeah. it's like, it's like for me personally, like for instance, like one of I'd say my strengths is like I'm pretty like set on like I'm pretty goal like or narrow-minded i guess but mm-hmm. in a sense where i'm like tunnel vision to like if i have a goal like i'm gonna get it you know what i'm saying like yeah it's like i'm like i want to run a marathon it's gonna happen i don't care mm-hmm. what you say you know what i'm saying but yeah. it's also a bad thing because it's like you know it's like you're you kind of like people are like hey we have this change of like change of plans like life might god might say like have a change of plans like mm-hmm. boom big change time. of plans devastates me or like a friend like you know, it's like, oh, like, we're going to be, like, ride or die. Like, you're my best friend. Like, I don't need anyone else, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, like, life's going according to plan. Like, everything's going to, like, just one road. There's no other road. And then just, like, nah, like, it's not like that anymore. And yeah. I get, like, I get mad at, I'm, like, myself or, like, at someone else. And it's, like, definitely great strengths, great weaknesses. Which yeah, is kind of weird, time. you know? But that's how human nature is, I guess. Yeah. Big time. 
Yeah, it's definitely good to have your like goal set too, though, and to be like looking ahead. That's and, true. But you also because, have to learn how to adapt. You know what I'm saying? It's that, a middle that's, ground. That's the walk of life. Is that is that every side of every spectrum is just too severe? Like yeah, like yeah, no matter sure. no matter what like like issue you're trying to take, like whether it's being standing up for yourself or being too like pushy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether it's like walking the thin line of like picking your battles or mm-hmm. being a doormat, like it's the hardest thing is like to walk the middle ground of life and cause like nobody's expected to do it. Like, and you'll never, you'll never be like remove yourself from every situation and like be the, the model person that can do all of it. You're going to, you're going to go too far to one side and it's going to lead to a problem. You're going to go f- too far to the other side and it's going to lead to a problem. But like, that's where like the, the like overarching thing is like, like forgiveness. Mm. Like, and that that's like the like i'd say like the mastery like the thing that'll probably help you out like most in like almost all of your like encounters is like being able to forgive when somebody like oversteps or like something like that for sure and again like again it still takes like because you can be too forgiving and forgive things that shouldn't be forgiven yeah but like if you can practice like forgiving like important things or things that are hard to forgive but like yeah, I think everything healthy. should be forgiven, but it's one thing to forgive and forget and one thing to forgive and learn. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like there is definitely a difference. Yeah. There. Yeah. And just because you forgive somebody doesn't mean like, like yeah, say like, like somebody cheats on you, mm, you can forgive yeah. them. That doesn't mean that you have to stay with them. For sure. Yeah. That's forgiving and forgiving learning. and learning. Yeah. That's forgiving and learning. Cause it's like, it's like, Oh, I wouldn't forgive somebody that cheated on me or murdered. So-and-so it's like, it's like, well you can like, and, and I thought it was really interesting. So, chance i think that you guys did a podcast with him yeah um he (laughs) he was talking about um something that i thought like he said this and it was like wow it was incredible he was talking about how one of his family members had forgiven somebody who had um like done something really wrong to him like murdered somebody in his family and he was and he was talking like chance was talking to him one-on-one and um and he was like he was like i forgive so-and-so for doing that Mm mm-hmm me because there's no point in like staying angry about it yeah all that it's gonna lead it's gonna fester more hatred inside of me and like there and he he gave chance like this really like like beautiful explanation of like and like i was like that's like like that's beyond like maturity and like forgiveness that's like i'd say that like if somebody did that to me like it would take my entire life to like Mm. like pretty much until my last last breath and i don't think i could do it even then to be like i forgive that person the greatest yeah. person you hurt when you can't forgive is yourself exactly Big that's time. the issue you know what i'm saying but it's it going back to pride <laughs> it's time. a pride yeah. thing you know like are you gonna let yourself drop your pride and be yeah. like you know what this person messed up but it's you know yeah. like yeah i'm gonna let it i'm not gonna let it affect me anymore yeah for forgiving is it's not forgetting forgiving is not forgetting which yeah. i think that you said really well it's yeah. like forgive and forget is appropriate in some so, instances, in some instances yeah. when it's a mistake mm-hmm, like like a genuine mistake when it's like a I flaked flaw, on you or something like that yeah like, yeah. like that's a forgive yeah. and forget yeah, like yeah. it's like i don't even remember that yeah, but yeah. when it's something like a flaw or like a big mistake mm. that wasn't like on accident but hindsight says that it's a mistake. That's how I look at it. So like how I look at cheating, it's like, it's like when you cheat on somebody, it was probably a mistake. Like you intended on doing it, but like hindsight, now that you look over, you said, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Therefore it's a mistake. But like, there's a difference between like a mistake in the moment, like, like a split second wrong judgment 
or like oh man i put the wrong answer that was a mistake yeah it's like unforgivable like, things yeah. too there, there's like i yeah. mean what's unforgivable for you it's yeah I, well unforgivable for me is killing children you know someone goes does that oh like that. yeah that's unforgivable if somebody goes and you know unforgivable as a society though or unforgivable as like for instance the, the mother of the child you know what i'm saying as a society uh, that's like, what i'm saying like, is that like the holocaust that the holocaust be... is unforgivable on a historical yeah. spectrum yeah, yeah i'm, I'm saying that like I, I think I'm just saying it like there's like uh, obviously an extent to like forgiveness and it's just like there's obviously some things where it's like oh yeah it should be like good to like forgive that person but I just think for me personally and for most human beings it's mm-hmm. like there's like a line where it's like whoa that was like way too over the top and sometimes it's I like, feel like, I, feel you, like- I feel like forgiveness is not always the only way for contentment and it's not always the only way to get over something it's not just to like forgive someone for doing it like maybe that's like a really great way to do it but it's like there's some things that are like really fucked up and I feel like people just focus like a lot on like small things like in themselves and stuff. But if they just like learn to move on and move past that, sometimes that's just like just as good of a result. Agree. Well, how I look at it is like, like I don't think that you could like pre like preemptively say like, I, I won't forgive that because like, yeah, no, I'll, like, yeah, until, definitely. until it like, cause like if you're judging something like, like, like a school shooter, for example, you say that's an unforgivable act. Yeah, you're speaking from the societal standpoint. Yeah, right. Not because you can't like as an individual, you're not trying to forgive that I get, person. For I get what you're saying. Lives. I feel like it's um, it's more like not like unforgivable, but it's like you can't come back from that. Like I could never see that person coming back from that. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Like I it's like that. you're you're done. It's like that's like once you do something like that, you've gone so far. You're gone. You know, there's no coming yeah. back from doing something like that, and you're just like. So it's like, that's what I mean by unforgivable, you know? Cause I feel like it was just like, I mean, it's not even important. Like we don't have to like dwell on this. Like, no, like yeah. Well, talking. I think it's an interesting point that you bring up. Yeah. I was saying like, like there are things in my life that like, I don't think I could have forgiven that person until it happened. And then like, mm. like once, once the, once it happens, especially something drastic, you know, there's a particular incident that happened this year for me Yeah. yeah. that I'm referring to Okay. where like, you got, like before that incident, you're like, that's unforgivable. Like what, mm. what that person right. did would be unforgivable objectively. And, and even perhaps for me, and then it happens and it's like an immediate perspective change. Not an immediate. It's a very gradual actually. Um, but eventually there's this perspective change where it's like, um, like now I, now I openly forgive said person mm-hmm. um, for what they did. Right. And, like it, it was really weird for me because, you know, that's something that I would generally think like that's unforgivable, like what that person did. But yeah, after it happened, it was like like it was just such a life changing moment that like yeah, you know. But, but I think it's only circumstantial yeah. too. It's just like Very true. let's go. Into, I want to go into an interesting story here too that Julian can explain. Is that Julian goes and he's sitting at his house one day, and um. <laughs> You know, playing some video games, playing some CSGO or League or something. League, baby. And then he goes and hears hears a loud crash in his house. And the power goes out. And his house shakes. And his house actually gets cut into two. And for some reason, the car that ran into his house totaled his house. (laughs) I've never heard of that. So it did a barrel roll into my house. There was a a a dirt dirt ramp like 90 feet to the left of our house from uh, from this very... Like pretty big street. There's only one stop sign on it, 
And it was pretty long. It was over a mile long. So, you know, people often went like super fast along it. Mm. Um, but that, so they hit the ramp and actually did like, like launched some like over a hundred feet in like, and did like, they came it's something up, out of a freaking clear, movie. Cl- they, if yeah. it was, if my house was like 60 feet closer, I'm pretty sure they would have cleared my house. Like they would have just yeah. jumped it. They go, they, it's like picture fast and the furious. When you see a, a car driver, like jump and then crash into something like off of like a ramp. That's what happened to Julian's house. And his right. house was the object that was ran into. No damage to any of the family members in the house. And no pets. damage to Julian. Except and for your fish. Pets. And pets. Except for the fish. But that wasn't even by the crash. I'll explain it. Uh, no car way. Landed, car landed by the... Um, I didn't know that it wasn't because of the crash. No, That's it wasn't crazy. Even because of the crash. And everyone um, knows Julian. He has a lot of animals. So it's not like... I do. It's really I impressive had, that like even the then, pets were back safe. Back then, I had one cat. One, two... F- five dogs. And mm. a fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and how many fish, family members? Fish story. And how the many? Fa- fish, huh? How many family members? Like, say the family. And it members. was myself, my two sisters, my dad, my grandma, and my mom. And uh, so this. So all those this, targets. Let's yeah, just call them targets. This, yeah. It, and it, how many it, square it, footage was your house? It was pretty small. It's pretty small. Yeah. It was a pretty small house. It wasn't. It very wasn't big. very. The square footage was like not not. A, it wasn't like a huge no, it house. It wasn't like a massive house. Yeah. And um. So this this truck comes barreling through pretty much the roof like imagine like whatever room you're sitting in now or if you're outside look up like to your top right corner like imagine like a truck coming through the corner yeah like um, a meteor from fucking heaven seriously coming down um, and my so my sisters and my dad were sitting in the room that literally the truck came in behind them like like directly behind them yeah. going like at least 60 miles an hour um <laughs> yeah. just barely clearing my sister's head by i'm convinced literally inches um, yeah and they were literally at like the point of impact and i was in my room a couple of feet away and i just like did any of them see the car the power did comes out or like i see it off of because i was on my laptop so like when the power comes out my laptop screen stays lit and i just look behind me and my entire wall is like folding like like imagine like a cardboard box and then, like, you put something really heavy against it, so so it just, like, leans over into it. Jesus. And so I start freaking out. I drop my phone. I, start, I have to, like, look for my phone. And at this point, I hear, like, my You parents, look for your phone. The first thing you do is look for your phone. Well, no, because I was calling them. As I'm hopping out of my uh, window, I'm calling 911 because I knew something happened. Um, I go to try and open my door. Can't. There's, uh, there's something there. Something super heavy. I'm, like, slamming into it. Nothing. Uh, at, in like the crash and like I go to grab my phone it slips off into the darkness of the floor because it was like 11 o'clock at night yeah um, I go to pick it up manage to pick it up um, and then I run outside and uh, during while all of this is happening just afterwards I hear my family screaming mm-hmm. at the top of their lungs outside I hear my dad going oh my effing god oh my god and then he starts calling for my sisters, right? Um, and so I go out my window and into the backyard because it was only a one-story house. Um, and I make my way around and I just see it's it's the entire street is just clouded in like dust and debris. Um, and there was a fallen power line at my feet. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I stepped over a live power line that like yeah, like I'm. I'm I'm pretty sure because they had to, uh, it it had been in the news. Yeah, you're um, on like a battle scene, like, dude. Yeah, like 
if I had like at, like just unconsciously stepped on it, I would have gotten like the shock and died. So you like from like outside of your house, you can like see into your house. You're, oh yeah, you're looking yeah. into your house. Yeah, and it, well, I, when I got out there, I see my two sisters. I was so thankful. It was absolutely incredible just to see yeah my two sisters and my um my dad standing right there covered in soot because like I had been in my room, so I hadn't like I looked fairly normal. Yeah, but everybody else was covered in soot and ash and asbestos i'm pretty sure because it was like an older house yeah um my dad was like kind of limping because on his way out of the house out of the hole in the wall that it had created he ended up stepping on a nail um that was the only injury that anybody in my family suffered yeah um my mom had made it out okay and this is the fish story um all of the pets we didn't know where they were yeah um all we had accounted for three of the dogs that we had with us or like in somebody's backyard yeah. Um, as like people stopped and like neighbors came outside to hear the freaking meteor that had landed. Yeah. Um, and then they come outside. So they're like, they're getting our dogs together. So we were missing one dog, I think. And our cat, uh, the dog, somebody said that they saw him take off down the street. So they went, looked for him, found him. Um, the cat we didn't find till the following, like two days later on the trail Oh wow! out behind our house. He was dead. Somebody was like, oh yeah, I swear. I just saw a black cat down there. It turns out it was Finn, my lovely bitch of a cat. <laughs> um, and so the fish, so my mom's room was like facing the street, but, uh, it had hit like the, like just right of her room. So she, she told me that she was like laying in bed reading and she looks up and the, like the power goes out and all like just before it goes out, all she sees is like the wall, like, or like the entire ceiling, like crumble, Shit. like literally crumble. Jeez. And then, so then, um, my it's, dad, my dad now is like at her window and my mom's like in there with the window with my grandma because my grandma had been in the room just next to hers and managed to like squeeze through, through the debris in the hallway to get into her room. Um, and then the, the reason the fish died was because my dad, who was just like focusing on getting it out because, um, at this point it had been like just maybe like a minute or two since the crash happened. And there was an instant smell of gas from the car. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know what, like what, whether the car was, you know, like, yeah, like lots on of fire. things. Yeah, lots like of there was so much going through my mind. For so sure, like, for sure. Yeah, now there's gas leaking and the car, in an open house with like electric wires running everywhere. And the car is flipped upside, upside down. Upside down on its hood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and did you guys, no, like, you guys pretty like, much knew like the, the people in the car were just. We didn't know. We didn't know. We were focusing on like right, of course. Down. And by the time that all of our family was out, uh, for, uh, fire department was there. Everybody right. was there. What right. happened to the fish though? So my, there was a nightstand in front of my mom's window that had the fish on it. Yeah. And then my dad, who was like trying to get my mom out of the house before the gas freaking blew up or the house actually fell in on her, um, he ripped the nightstand out of the window, not knowing that the, the fish was on it. Yeah. And then the fish spilled out into the debris and passed away. That that was it. What's the fish's name? Uh, I totally forget. It was a while ago. I want to <laughs> say it was like Galaxy or something because oh. it was a beta fish, beta male. Okay. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, that That's was crazy. So the reason I brought that up. Yeah, that was a really long. The reason yeah. I brought that up Thank is you let's for say listening. let's do it. That yeah, that's a that's a really powerful story. But the reason I brought that up, tying into the other conversation we were having previously, is yeah, let's do a hypocal th- situation with this situation. The person driving the car was drunk, mm-hmm. survived. Both of them survived. They crashed into your house. Everyone else died besides besides you. Would you forgive them? I can't. You, dude, I can't I'm saying, I know you can't. I'm yeah, taking an answer, but I'm just say. saying that's just like, that's that, like that's how tough. it is. And that's like, 
that's that, yeah. that is really and tough. I, yeah, that's that's what that's why I was bringing up that point. It's just like there's just some things that are just there like, is an important. It's nice to forgive. It's nice to forgive, but it's also like it's like hard to say. Like with some things, it's yeah. just like it's just like should sure. those people even be forgiven? Like, like there is an important, who's it to, who's to say like distinction you know? though where like forgiveness like just because you forgive someone doesn't mean that they don't suffer the consequences you yeah. know what yeah. i'm saying like just because you forgive someone doesn't mean like all right like they don't I have forgive, any consequences if i forgive a murderer that doesn't like, mean i don't he's want them gonna to be go to in prison. jail he's yeah. gonna be in jail for the rest of his life that's just how it is like those people like like you yeah. know if they survive and your family's whole killed like they're gonna go to jail for manslaughter or something, forgiveness right? you know? in the sense that like, like I'm forgiveness is more for yourself like, and less for power like to like yeah. actively think like man i wish this person were gone dead they didn't they shouldn't have you know like yeah. they should they deserve this like forgiveness in the sense of like like just being at peace with like it happened intentional or unintentional like you're not worth my like brain power anymore right. so Which like, is a good mindset so, like, you relieve it from but, yourself and moving on yeah and yeah. you move on doesn't mean that like you waive their consequences yeah it's yeah. just like you know it's just yeah. like yeah it's just powerful to think about you know it really it is. forgiveness is a crazy yeah especially with that situation yeah. it's crazy and yeah so basically both the people in the car died and yeah, both the people in the car passed away unfortunately and um but luckily all of the and we never found out whether why the car no, did no, that. We, we don't know why um think about this That's no just, they did the autopsy revealed that there was no drugs or alcohol in their system yeah he was a 38 year old man with a with his girlfriend or fiance in the car after dropping off his 11 year old son like that's probably the most tragic loss of the whole thing that is that is a really tragic thing you know i'm i'm just glad that they dropped him off like when i think about it because there are running suspicion is that there was a throttle jam that's what yeah that's what i was saying yeah and just think about how unlucky it is for them because let's say if their throttle got jammed, right? And they're just trying to run the car into something to survive, right? That they run the car off the road and they hit a dirt mound that's like a ramp. I remember thinking, oh, we could jump our bikes off that you before. Could. It was such like a, yeah. It was such like a something if you saw, like you could like no, yeah, paint a movie it. in your mind of that happening. Oh, yeah. You know what it's I mean? Really like hard. you've seen just the see, house before. The car literally went airborne. Like literally, like cleared a fence and hit like, our house. I'm just saying, let's say if it was a throttle jam, like that is the most unlucky thing for them to hit that mound. That's like oh, yeah. if the mound yeah. was faced the other way and they run into it, it's just dirt, you know, and it stops the car or like, you know what I mean? Or they like run it off or like something happens. Anything well, we except don't know, for it. We don't know how fast they were going, but yeah. like his house was a pretty good stretch down the street because he lived down the street from us. Yeah. So his house was like a good stretch down the street enough to like get speed. So I'm thinking that like he went to you know, press on the gas to like move forward. And then like, it just kept going down, down, down jam. And at this point he's starting to go like 50, 60 hits the stop sign. And me and my dad thought it were, in- thought it was interesting. Cause we're like, we're looking at like the skid marks on mm-hmm. the street and like ones that are like from wheels, like burning like this, they're smeared more. Right. Mm-hmm. But brake marks are like more solid right like mm. like more like clear cut you could see like the tire marks the ones that were yeah like across the street by our stop sign were solid clear meaning that like he was trying to break at this point and then but like the car just kept going faster i'm guessing that he he slammed on his brakes till the brakes faded i mean like now he has no brakes because the like like if you hold down the gas and the brake at the same time eventually the brakes are going to fade and the gas is going to beat it yeah so then now at this point he has no brakes now I'm, i don't know if 
Maybe like when the gas is going, he can't shift the car into neutral. Maybe he had freaked out. Maybe there was something going on that we just that I just wasn't aware of, or that like nobody will know. Yeah. But um, yeah, and then he he hit like a tree, stabilized out to get like on the sidewalk, and then hit the ramp, went through a fence, <laughs> hit the ramp, jumped another fence, and then hit our house. It's just it's just insane to think about. Like, it really like, is. That's yeah, yeah, out of a movie, honestly. It, it really it really freaks is. me out. Just to, like, <laughs> yeah, it's an actual. It, you know. it was an actual miracle that none of my family passed away. Yeah, considering that three it of them were the sitting le- at the point of impact. Legitimate. My, oh, and this was a Dodge Ram. This yeah, was no. Car. This was no small. This was no Honda Civic. This was a. A freaking truck this which makes a, sense like if he had a throttle blown, jam like it yeah. would make sense and we you know? and we drove past it many times after and we would literally like it looks like a battle it looked like a battlefield and, and then eventually they literally totaled the house yeah it moved it the house a, they, had the they had to remove they had to they had to literally yeah. take out the entire it is house literally just a mound of dirt there now like, <laughs> like it, it looks like there's no have house you ever heard of a car know. accident where it totals a house like oh my god like that's crazy it was brutal it was a rough time yeah it was a rough time yeah. and this Julian, was two Julian's days after school life, for sure um ended oh yeah because i i would literally was hanging out with you the day before i dropped you off uh, yeah we, we had the land party i dropped you off at your house and literally probably like 12 hours later that happened that's absolutely crazy. crazy i was on the phone with chance yeah and you're on, on phone, discord yeah, with yeah you're on discord chance yeah yeah playing league Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, Julian's had a crazy life. If you don't know, like Julian's yeah. also moved a lot, moved a lot of places. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah, I've lived in how many? One. I was born here, moved to Virginia, Georgia, New York, back to here, and moved around here in like four or five cities. Okay. Should we get some consist- consistency and switch to a lighter tone and go to the questions? Yeah. What celebrity would be gay for Julian? Uh, <laughs> hands down, Ryan Reynolds. Mm, yeah ryan reynolds Reynolds. imagine like that dude deadpool suit oh yeah i know you have a lot of respect for ryan reynolds i really do like ryan reynolds if you're listening to this dude i would love to just like i'm not gay (laughs) i and i would just love to like shake your hand and like fist bump you because honestly bro your wife's hot yeah, I know that's I your celebrity crush. And I'm trying I know you're listening to this, but I'm telling you, Blake Lively's a 10, accept it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I yeah. literally almost said the worst thing ever, and I didn't what? want to say it, but but I like don't want to say it. I was going to be like... Could you like mm. allude to it? or like I was, was, like, was going to say it, I'm going to say it. That's what I do. I'm, you're I was going to say You're I just going to say it, okay, all right. <laughs> mm, Deadpool's baby arm. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Deadpool's you know, what? Like, you know, like in like the, the movie. Oh movie yeah. Oh my god, you're terrible. <laughs> so bad. It's because you guys are so Deadpool. He was making jokes, and he's like, "I bet it'll feel so big." And then this. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was <laughs> thinking. Was I was funny. like, "Oh, his baby arm. I want to feel that. Like that's okay, like what stop. I'm doing. You don't have to <laughs> okay. say it more. <laughs> too far. Too far. And and I know. Okay. You know, but, speaking yeah. speaking of Trinity though, describe your first date. Actually, I don't know if this is. First date with Trent? Yeah. First, no, date, first just, date in general. First, first date in general. In general. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't really remember because my first like girlfriend was Rachel. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was freshman year. That you don't remember really like start the first with, like a date because like she was Mormon and we couldn't really date. Not a good time. Not a, not a fun seven month relationship. I, think, you know, I mean, it was it was. We've actually had conversations. Among, we've had conversations among the three we of us. Kissed. Where it's like, that was it. <laughs> you guys kissed. Ooh, ooh, freshman year. That's like freaking home run right there. Pretty yeah, much, yeah. Pretty much. Did you get her pregnant? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, I know. I know the three of us have like conversations about this a lot. Where it's like, but like, 
just the concept of dating someone is definitely really subjective. Like a date. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. Which we've, we've, we've learned so like, a lot we've, of people. We've explored so like, this at yeah. great depth. <laughs> Insane. Dude, there's so much like, I wish I, this, honestly, like, it's funny. If like you were free more, like the Bamington podcast could easily be like the three of us just like, yeah. honestly, like every episode. Amen, I mean. But like, um, <laughs> um, um what, yeah. what is, what is your, um, do you have like a first date you feel like with Rachel? Like that you kind of felt like? I can't. I mean, I remember one time she sabotaged me and uh, set me up for dinner with her family. That's like the only date that I can remember because her parents wouldn't let us like go out alone. Yeah. Type of deal. Mm. Um, I mean, we hung out with like a third person constantly that we just totally third wheel. One of them was Emily once. Was it Andy, the, the other one? Was and, and, no, Andy that was show? me. That was when me, Emily, and Andy were hanging out a lot. Okay. So um, Andy wasn't part of all this. No, like, no. Okay. Well, he was at, eventually when we tried to go to like Camelot or something once. Um, but yeah. So Interesting. like first date, I can't really remember one with Rachel just because she wasn't allowed to go out. So like, you know, it was, it was yeah. How about Trinity? But with Trin, we, me yeah. and her had a great first date. Um, I remember couple, this. I was famous I stories this, from this yeah. one. I thought a chinchilla was a lizard for a hot <laughs> second. She goes, she oh was, we God. were talking about animals, I'd... and she's like, I love chinchillas. Like, I want one. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, what kind of lizard is that? I can't like, laugh I because even... I said stupider things. Yeah, I know. And, I, and she just, she literally laughed at me for an hour, like, for, for the rest of the day. Like, every five That's seconds, she'd be, like, she'd be like, chinchilla. <laughs> and then she'd So it's like the best stupidest like, thing. Um, in terms of date, well, the first time we met was like, what was it? Lindsay had set us up, and then. I waited for her after one of her classes, almost stalker mode. I was like, I think she's still in there. I'm going to wait here. I waited for like an hour and then eventually shit. I gave up and went to like the lunch tables. And then she happened to come out like 15 minutes later. I was like, oh, oh my remember, God, that was I her. This, yeah. um, and me and her sat and talked for two hours. Totally hit it off. She's a great person. Mm-hmm. You guys were um, texting a lot before this too, though, right? Just a little like- bit. Like not, not like, like the really generic stuff that's like, oh, do you have any siblings? Like stuff like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we had texted before that, and then our first date was a. Uh, um. We went bowling, and I beat her because I'm that good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, actually you're, you're not bad. Bowl. Yeah, I'm you're, not yeah. bad bowling. I still want to yeah. challenge Tim to one because Tim's better. I think. I'm not you trying to like. Not bowl, trying to. Buddy. I have seen you bowl like once. Okay. So like all right, trying. we'll see it again. I, I Tim went crazy you. last time. I, I challenge you to a. What did we get? Duel. What did I get last time we did? Like four or five strikes in a row. I I got like a one eighty with you, right? Oh, I have it on snap. I forgot one seventy. What, what was it's it? Insane. It's insane. Yeah, it's really I got like good. close to two hundred. So I challenge you to a bowling duel. All right, I'm down. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I I feel like it has happened. No? I feel like we've played it, but not. Yeah, yeah. Just not like competitively. Not like all right, we're here to like win. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go there. I remember me and Nathan. One of the first times we hung out was when we were going bowling. You remember that with Landon, back in like that was was back in like freshman year for me, like sophomore year for you. And I remember I left. I left (laughs) because Landon was going crazy. Landon was like freaking. I think he like hit me in the balls. Yeah, I don't even. And like he like he was like punching me, and I was just like, (laughs) I'm done with this. Like I liked him, but not 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 this much. You literally had your mom come pick you up. I remember that yeah, so vividly. I was vividly. like, I'm out of here. Like, later, skater. That was one of the first times we hung out with yeah, bowling. That's one of our first dates. Me yeah. Too. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Was, balls were involved. So that's all you got to know. Balls were, of, of course, involved. Um, We went bowling. Me and Trent, we went bowling, and then we went to Wabba Grill. Chinchilla story happened. Um, 
There's another story. You guys oh, went to Wobble Girls. Was she working oh, there at the no, time? She hadn't worked there, which oh. I thought was so weird. So like we, that is we ironic. ate at that Wobble Girl, and not even like a month and a half later, she was working there. Wow. I was like, that's great. That's cool. Yeah, no, it's like weird? it's crazy how like life works in a sense that I I remember um like I went to for instance you know we've mentioned Emily in the podcast for Tim's girlfriend she was yeah. in ASB with me when I was in middle school oh yeah never in my wildest dreams would I expect I would like befriend someone yeah. then like that per like one of my best friends would like end up dating her. But she was also good. Would be best friends with another one of my best friends. Yeah, that was me. And then, me and like, we were like, you know, what I'm saying, for yeah, sophomore and junior year. Yeah, it's just yeah, ugh, life's weird, man. These characters coming in now. It's like crazy how like out. we live in like such a big town. Like when you look at the numbers, but it feels like I know everyone. Like so yeah, many people. Not like I know everyone. Yeah. Like a small town, but like everything's connected yeah. oh you I, know this person like, oh you went here you know this person yeah. like, oh i know so and so you've crossed paths with really most weird people. things yeah at some point yeah like even if it's just by like name that's why i want to get the like, fuck out yeah. of this town sometimes dude i'm sometimes like god damn it i like literally go and i see too many people that i know <laughs> we get it, you're popular jeez bro i'm not saying that i'm popular i'm just saying that <laughs> i, know, I like you, you just are connected with so many people like in like families yeah, yeah, you that you see. just don't want to like <laughs> kind of i sometimes it's really refreshing to go to a place where you're just like i don't know anyone here and you know, I don't know. I, I, I feel that. Yeah. I really do feel that. That is a, it's a refreshing change of pace. Yeah. You're just like, you're just like, I'm not in this town anymore and I'm just like on this my own. New. Yeah. That's true. Um, is, yeah. Next one. Who is your biggest inspiration? My biggest inspiration? Mm-hmm. Like just mm-hmm. person? We don't, we're not allowed to uh, input. Yeah. We're not allowed to get Not context. even like, oh, okay. Uh, so who? So I'm assuming it's a person. Uh, definitely my mom. Yeah, my mom. She's uh, the strongest woman I've ever met. Uh, I mean, like how many my, could my, you my dad wasn't. My dad, you know, <laughs> wasn't, a, wasn't around like the entire time when I was growing up. In fact, he was around up until I was like six or seven, and then he was gone for a while, and then he was on and off. Like I mm. saw him every other weekend, kind of like custody. My parents were separated, um, and she went from not from working at Chili's. Oh um, yeah, as a server. Yeah, true, true. Uh living with her mom in Mission Viejo to putting herself through four years of school while single-handedly raising three kids and making sure that we were happy. Um, worked like minimum wage jobs, like like two jobs, three jobs at a time while putting herself through night school. Um, and at one point we had ended up in like a housing shelter and like she would just do everything to like make us happy. Every, every Christmas was like insane. And we're like, like, and I know that it just like broke her back to do it like over and over like, but, and I mean like, and then she, she made it out of there and like, she got her degree, she got a job. Now she's, uh, like, like a really higher, like a lot higher of a position at like her job now where she's making good money and she's just, mm. she's my, she deserves it. Deserves yeah, she it, really 100%. does. She, she put herself through the ringer and, uh, she made it out. And I'm Jeez. really thankful for her. She's my biggest inspiration. I know. I thought now. that too. <laughs> Sorry. Same point. Me through the ringer. I got to take this beat to cleaners or whatever. I forgot. Thanks, Eminem, for Kamikaze. No, it's a little addicted to the middle I was finger, in front of though. your house when it came out. I remember we and you were I remember out, that, yeah. And I said, we yo, Eminem. We had just Eminem, gotten Cha 2-0. Yeah. And then you Eminem guys sent it to me. An album, and then yeah. I remember me and Julian finally were like, which one, which one of us would send it to him first? <laughs> I we were that. both trying to like think, race as fast as we could. And yeah, I got like six missed calls from you guys. Yeah, because Tim is, at the time, was the biggest Eminem fan. Now he's not so much, but. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's times sad. have changed. You know, but people change. Okay. You know, some people get worse music tastes. Some people get better ones. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, what's your favorite and least favorite thing about where you live? Favorite and least favorite. So, uh, oh, I and now and now you're yeah okay okay. So I live with like with Trinity with my girlfriend, um, and my favorite thing about it about is it like where okay i know you guys can't give input but like like where i live it's like placentia like it's it's a really i guess i guess it's it's kind of like what uh um how do i put this like i like that it's like such a small town like placentia and like your belinda like like you were saying like you kind of know everybody yeah but at the same time i hate that like i, mm, I want to see yeah. I, I like uh especially like when going to college like i was hoping to like really get like a refresher and like a like like Fullerton College, which like I go there, so um, I was really hoping for like a big like change of scenery, mm-hmm. like like something totally different from high school, and it's different with like scheduling and like what you can eat and stuff. But like JC feels like like another year of high school, yeah. just a way more lax year of high school. Like if you thought senior year was chill, go to a JC, you'll <laughs> see what I mean. Like uh, eventually, the three of us will be able to vouch for that. Actually, we kind of can too. Yeah, like yeah. Ten, you're there first now. week of school, right? Two yeah. Like, like it's, just, yeah. it's just another chiller version. It's like senior year. It is chiller like, than high school. I like hands sure. down. I'm literally and, and working so which much. Was, which is nice. Which is what I like about it, hands down. But then, like, I hate that. Like, it's it feels just like high school. Like I was hoping for a big change, but you'll get it. I didn't. You'll get, get the big change. I mean, once you I'm get waiting out of there. for it. Yeah. 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 I feel like like um, now it's hard for me even to get a perspective on Fullerton because I am working so much and I work so much this summer that when I'm at school it feels like time off for me. That's, like I go. That's a depressing. Yeah, that's I'm a going. Depressing I'm going and I'm sitting down in class and I'm like, like wow, oh, I'm so God. glad I'm here and not working. Like that's what I think. Like that's literally my thought process. When like last year you were like, just let me out of this place. Yeah, like, let me just and work I, already. And I'm going like more hours at school like i'm going eight to four and it feels it's like so much better than like working like, eight you to feel five good. and then like when you yeah. actually have time off you're like and some people are like some people go and they're like oh my gosh like i can't take like emily can't take she could take two classes in a day and i'm taking four classes in a day you know mm-hmm. and it's, it seems easy to me because i'm so used to like just going just going, yeah going. just like going the whole day and working and then just like but then, like going to school it's like you're listening to a podcast all day is how i like view it you know what i mean yeah and so it's like I'll, I'll sit here and listen to a podcast and take notes like all day. Like Just I take notes on a podcast. So easy. Credits and paid to do it. <laughs> yeah. And I guess we're paid now. So <laughs> I didn't even know I was getting paid. So you yeah, go. you know, got to get that money. I got to get it. But yeah. Do you have a least favorite thing? Uh, it was the school, right? Yeah. It was, it was oh, that. Yeah. It's like, so like, Oh yeah. It's like so, the same. So yeah. So like familiar. So like, wait, so what was your favorite thing? It was like, it, it was that it was, Oh, that's that, like, that it was like really chill and like, Oh yeah. Really familiar. That's true. But at the same time, like I wanted it something is, new. It's like kind of a, bittersweet kind of thing yeah bittersweet big time i get you i get you um what's your uh favorite day of the week oh probably okay on the whole like throughout my entire life i would say that it's thursday because like friday's kind of got like an overhype to it and i always have this weird thing where like on friday i start dreading that the weekend had already came because like there's some, like there like can I you guys feel agree that with me? 100%. Like, like, like there's, I know exactly there's a hundred there's a satisfaction in like looking forward to the weekend like so like a thursday is like damn i've only got one more day of this true, bs true. before like i finally get like the payoff of the week i go but then you get to the weekend you're like Shit, it's already starting and then like <laughs> friday saturday hit and sunday comes and you want to like rip your eyes out because you feel like, like you wasted the week or something yeah. yeah so like thursday yeah. is like low-key like 
the best. Day. I feel that mindset, especially because tomorrow I have the day off of work, right? Mm-hmm. And every time I have the day off of work, all I'm thinking is, holy shit, I have work tomorrow. Yeah, you know God what damn I mean? It, I don't want to work tomorrow. That's what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, like, whenever I have time off from work, like, I try not to do this as much as I can, but I feel that stress and anxiety about being like, holy shit, uh, I have work I'm gonna tomorrow. I'm going to be exhausted after my shift tomorrow. Yeah, like, yeah. It's bad. And so, like, yeah, same thing, like, when I'm at school, I'm just like, I'm going to have to work tomorrow. And, like, yeah. I get off of school, oh, I'm like, I, I, dude, it's crazy because, like, I go, I work eight to five, and I do that, like, every day, either whether it's school or whether it's work. Mm-hmm. And, at five o'clock when I get off of whatever I'm doing, right? I go home and, you know, and I go and maybe Emily comes over and we eat some food and then like, you know, you hang out for a bit and mm. then it's 10 o'clock and then you have to like be like, you're, I'm you're going like, to bed in an hour. Yeah. I have to go to bed because I have to get up at eight o'clock, like seven o'clock for me, but seven yeah. o'clock and be at work by eight the next day. And you're like, God, kill me. It's a really humbling routine. It really is. It makes you appreciate your time off a little. It more. makes me think, oh my God, if when I was in high school, I had it so easy. That's exactly what like, I'm saying. It's like, like, like you get out of high school and you're like, okay, like school is easier, but life and like adulting gets a little, a lot harder. Yeah. But I would say that like high school got so frustrating for me that I'd rather be going eight to five. I think it right depends. Because like, you're also making money. Too. Yeah, exactly. At so least it's not like that. But. For me, like <laughs> I'm not going back to 11th grade, dog. That was the worst. <laughs> That's true. But that being said, yeah. you took like a, like crazy hard classes and like actually tried in them like a lot. <laughs> like like I took like similar classes yeah. to you, you know, AP language arts with Mrs. Yeah. Seibert, same class. Yeah. Um what else did you take? AP um, US took, history. I had comp, AP comp sci 0 AP then comp Lang, sci. um chem honors Bill Hart. I'll kill myself. I hate that yeah. class. Um third yeah. was what? Uh what I have. Oh, SL math. Oh yeah. Then a a yeah. push. Then um, what's the fifth period? Did we uh media productions? Oh yeah, the only cool class yeah, I had. Co- Cross country and orchestra. Uh, my yeah. last like, year. That's, that's AIDS. That is space everything AIDS. there assigned daily homework, dude. It was freaking AIDS. Sucked. My last year of high school seems like the most pointless thing ever because I literally go and I was working at Chili's every single day and I was making good money. And I could have been making a lot of more money while not going to high school. And I didn't have you guys. I had like no friends at school. <laughs> I started becoming like anti. No, Armand literally approached me and said, "Yo, is like Tim depressed or anything?" I'm school like, "School was freaking like, depressing me out, dude." Because I, I literally felt like I got to a point where it was like the year before. I like felt like I was graduating mentally. And then, like every day last year, like your senior like, prom was your junior year. Like you were with all of us and yeah, yeah. That was, that was, exactly. That was I didn't like, do anything. Yeah. I didn't go to any school events. I didn't go to like, I went to one football game. I went to like, you know, that's not me. You know what I mean? Like I was going to everything before. And then like senior year, I was like, why am I here? Like, my girlfriend's going to Fullerton and living her life. All my other friends are at like college just, and living their life. Should have just taken your GED, bro. I know, honestly. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess it was like a good experience, but literally like for like most of the year, I literally was going to lunch and just like going by myself and like eating, which I've never done because I didn't want to hang out with anyone because I just wanted to like, I just wanted to like not be with those people. It was yeah. terrible. And Crazy. it's never been like yeah, me. I felt like shit. so like not like me. And then outside of like school, I was like happy and I was doing things and mm-hmm. I was like, you know, and so like, yeah, but it was like, it was like nothing. It was pointless. Was, uh, yeah. It was just really pointless. I feel like I senior know. year is, I mean, senior year for me was lit, but that's because I still had everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of your friends were seniors. You guys so, like, all I left me, assholes. You guys are all assholes. Sorry. Sorry. I'll try graduate Sorry, year. I was born um, in 2000, buddy. Yeah. I'll try graduate year later next yeah. time. Yeah, next yeah. time I go high school. Just drop out for a year. Yeah. Come back. Show, yeah. Show. I really appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Thank next you. time I see you guys in high school, we'll, we'll try I, it again. In my, right. in my sixth reincarnated form. Yeah. <laughs>
as exactly. Siddhartha. Yeah, Siddhartha. Wait, remember? Wait, what was our inside joke? We always used to say like that. Your um, it was like uh, if, um, what? bless Gautam, me, Gautama. Bless me, Gautama. We always used to say that all the time. That um, we did used to say that all the time. I know this question might not apply to you as much now, but what music do you listen to? Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I listen to a lot of NF the Search. You should go listen to it. It's a banger. Yeah, he um, might just got a, like a nice little memorabilia from that too. Yeah, yeah. Tim actually just just today he he gave me a signed poster of the Search by the man, the myth, the legend himself, NF. I like. I hope you appreciate Nate that. He, he touched that poster, bro. He, it's actually, Feuerstein. Feuerstein. Yeah. Oh, I don't German. Know. Jamin. German. 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 But yeah, NF was really good. But I mean, for the most part, like I don't have like a genre anymore because uh, I didn't. At first, I was like, oh, Trin- Trinity's music taste was like, eh, it was okay, nothing. Like I was like too crazy into it. I didn't mind listening to it. Yeah. But um, as like we spent more t- more time together, like I- I've started to like like it a lot more. And I don't even know it's like. What like, is her music taste? It's kind of like, it's like varying. It's like indie pop. Like, it's like indie Jason, pop yeah. slash like. Like occasional, like alt pop, like alt- rock, there's rock definitely pop. alternative, like yeah, like a lot of yeah, stuff, yeah, like a lot of like alternative, and I, like I like it a lot now. Um, there's a couple of songs in there that like I just like I holy I play shit, a lot. you are turning into a cop. <laughs> but like yeah, so yeah, that's like the music that I listen to. I'm not like super crazy about it. Like I'll listen to it on like the way to class and then yeah. in the car, and that's about it. All right, solid. Um, solid. weirdest person you ever met weirdest person mm. um there was this kid in high school who i'm still a little creeped out but to it about it this to this day um my little sister was going to kramer um which was just like right next door yeah and uh she he um he was in high school but he would always ask like he i didn't even know i still don't know his name and he would just always come up to me, go, come up to me to go, "Hey Julian, um, why why is your sister trying out for color guard?" And I'd be like, "I'm sorry, what the fuck?" <laughs> and but there was like that it was clear that there was that he had um, like like a disorder, um, like a social disorder. So like I was I was always really polite to him, um, but it just always creeped me out. So I'd always be tell my sister I'd be like, "Hey, be safe," because I forget his. I, I don't know his name. I honestly don't know. Was it was he Asian? Kind of, I think. I think yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I think you know. Who I know who talking. you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, and he he always be like, Why is Reagan cut? I'm like, why do you know my sister's name? He knows everyone's name. I think that's part of his like yeah. thing. Maybe. But he, like, he seriously but knows but like, but like, he knew my name and I was like He would come up to me and he'd be like Oof. Oh my gosh, do you know Bella? Do you know uh Yeah, but he knew yeah, but he knew my little sister who had just got into seventh yeah, grade. He knows, and like, then he knew that she was trying out for color guard. Oh, it was your little sister. Little sister, not oh. Cameron. Little sister going into the seventh grade. That's why I was like, what? Uh, yeah, that's a no, little... He, oh, he, yeah, like, I didn't get that part of it. So yeah, that was oh. creepy. No, that guy, like, like, he knows... Yeah. Things. He things. Knows things. Like, his thing is knowing people's names. Yeah, his thing's like, definitely oh, knowing people's names, for sure, 100%. Because it like, has he, to be yeah, it. He I knew my name. I was tripping out pretty hard. He's like, I remember he, I, he was on that. his he was on his bike one time and he was just like Nathan and I was like, uh, well he was in cross country right? right wasn't he no, in cross country no. he he would follow us but he wasn't part of the team <laughs> he wasn't um, part of the team yeah <laughs> um yeah. yeah hands down weirdest person I've ever met no doubt 
you know um noah said cedric on his podcast <laughs> not a bad, not a bad choice that isn't a bad choice but um not the weirdest yeah go to fast food place uh right now like all time it's been like like i've always been like a stand of like mcdonald's like low-key so like sometimes mcdonald's mm. just hits different you know what i mean <laughs> like like that like sometimes like you're like really hungry you like don't have time like i'm gonna just grab a quick burger and it'll be there for you fucking smacks like like when you want it most tastes so here's bomb. what i'm saying i know that this mcdonald's degree. has that convenience factor but like would you if i give you a mcdonald's burger right now and i give you an in and out burger right now which in, one would you in take? and out burger hands down okay but there's but there but that's the thing because like like with a preference like that like obviously like i pick in and out and if i had in and out and five guys i'd take five guys mm. but like um it's a it's a convenience it's the convenience and like like how convenient it is for how hungry i am that when i taste it it tastes like the best thing in the world like yeah for sure like I'm it's so easy I'm to like, eat oh my god it this shit smacks I, right now though yeah. i've been me and emily or not emily what me and trinity have taken a big stand to el pollo loco like Ooh, they haven't that's over, so funny me and emily went to our phase over stuffed quesadillas they're oh. like five bucks it's a five dollar menu bro insane absolutely insane like, Did, blows my the, mind. it's like the perfect amount of filling like it'll sit in your stomach yeah. beautifully um and then you get like a side of mac and cheese the mac and cheese at el pollo loco actually like that shit smacks yeah i got into that we were into that for like a couple months we went there and we burned out really fast because we used to get that all the time yeah i used to get the the chicken burrito with green sauce and then That's it came so with That's the like horchata trend gets the uh double pollo overstuffed quesadilla with green sauce yeah that's so funny yeah that's crazy mm-hmm. um what is the worst grade level you've ever experienced um worst one uh i'd have to say there's a, i have two that were like equally bad so th- like third second or third grade there was this kid named marcus who instilled the insecurity of having freckles if you haven't seen me before i have a lot of freckles um i didn't know that's how you got that insecurity yeah the insecurity of freckles came from this uh this kid named marcus who i was just i was a superior what handball grade, player. What grade level was it in third grade i was a superior handball player mm. and for some reason he just like like you know, he wouldn't Nate, get over that Nathan so calls he, me the he superior beat me like every <laughs> <laughs> so he beat me like every once in a blue moon and then every time he did it or sometimes just out of nowhere he'd be like yeah take that freckle face and Jeez, like Marcus. I like like since like since like a young age like I yeah. like I didn't think much about them but all I knew is that I had them and a lot of kids didn't yeah um and then when like it started like when he like used it to make fun of me like that sucked and I just want to ask something like yeah. I I was in uh, reach do the freckles extend what down like, down no they don't extend. Oh, you don't understand gosh. like every person every time I bring up freckles to somebody they always ask that do you have do you have freckles on your dick I'm not saying your dick. I'm saying your ass. I don't know why. That's what I was thinking of. I, was I don't know why you're thinking of that too. Stop thinking about that, Timmy. Making me a little jealous. Yeah, I actually, yeah. have a freckled butthole. <laughs> <laughs> you just you spread it. You just spread Did it. Trinity have photos? to tell you that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Woo! It's something called standing over spicy. a mirror, buddy. <laughs> oh shit! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I mean, I. Um, I. And then, yeah. so then, seventh grade was also pretty bad. Not, not for any like particular reason it was just what sucked about it was because being with chance huh 
I'm no, that, that was eighth grade. <laughs> oh. What sucked about it was leave. Actually, I guess you can call it eighth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. Um, okay. Just because I spent two years at two separate schools. I moved from Chino Hills to Ontario, uh, where we met Chance. Uh, and I actually, I introduced them to these fools. Um, without me, I'm, 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 I was the link between, mm. you know. Ontario and your Belinda, California. Yeah, this is true. And Placentia. So, um, this is facts. But, uh, facts, yeah. it sucks because sure. you're also was, the link between me and Emily. That's also true. I'm, I'm like the cohe, I'm the glue. I'm like the cohesiveness. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm a matchmaker, that's baby. Wild. Um, I mean, okay. Actually, shoot, dude. I mean, you uh, matched Megan to- through you, man. <laughs> Dude, I'm, not, so tra- I'm actually Wait, the glue. She texts me today saying, like, I'll shout her out more. So. Yeah, I'm Megan. Yeah, Megan. Shout out Megan. Oh, yeah. Shout, Shout out Megan. mental illness. Shout out when you were into Megan. <laughs> Me? No. Julian? Julian. Oof, that's a that's a whole story yeah, on its own. That's a whole I don't want I don't even want to go into that. But. Shout out physics. Shout out Miss Leonard. Alright, we're gonna move on now. We're gonna move on. Wait, 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 wait. Just like, briefly talk about why seventh eighth grade was like seventh to eighth grade was just brutal because I had a lot of friends in Townsend, Chino Hills, mm. and I had to move away. That sucked. Damn. It really, really sucked. I hated that. I had like yeah. I, I had like my the greatest group of friends. Wow, in hurtful. And grade. Like back then, like they know, like they I were know, they I were know. awesome. I'm I'm hurtful. Um, <laughs> and, and I was on a baseball team, and I lived in a neighborhood with a bunch of people, and it was great. Um, you live in a neighborhood I, with a bunch of people. What, that what, is amazing. With a bunch of people, that <laughs> went to my school, jackass. <laughs> Um, and then, and then I moved away and that sucked, but I did meet Chance. <laughs> Nathan's mic just elevated on its own. No, I hit it with a hat. Oh, I thought it elevated. It looked like yeah. it elevated on its own. All right. That was my force powers. Woo. Um, um, so yeah, seventh and eighth Interesting. Grade. Yeah. That was pretty brutal. And the last question, which definitely doesn't apply to you, but whatever, is, um, what podcast do you listen to? Um... I yeah. Police one hundred two. Literally, don't li- I haven't. I police one hundred two. Like city like of I Anaheim. Download, police I've department. downloaded some, but like that, I never listened. To You're them into just police because. work and detective work. Listen to the podcast Serial. It was one of the first podcasts to come out. It is one of the best podcasts. It's I about- think I think Emily was telling me about this. I don't think Emily's ever heard it because I brought it up to Emily and I don't think she's ever heard this podcast. But I listened to it because it was maybe, like maybe it was you that told me. Somebody told me about it. Let yeah, me guess. I, it's like it was probably they go like in detail about like serial killers and like no, it's they go into detail. It's a whole first season. It's just one lady who finds a serial killer that's in prison that's framed for the crime that they committed or she thinks, and she goes through on every single podcast and interviews the people that were there for the witness trial. And there's just a lot of like shady and sketchy things that are in it, and it's mm-hmm. amazing. This podcast came out in like. 2013 2014 ahead of its time it probably didn't take off very much because well, it, was it took it was a, one of the first podcasts that ever took off it was like oh, literally maybe. yeah maybe and, not I, that and my mom the reason that, like right place right time right place right time yeah and so my mom was listening to that podcast and she showed me and i listened to it and i haven't listened to any of the other seasons but the first season on there i was it, a banger it's a banger it's literally like so interesting and it's so like crazy it's i like, just i i just don't listen to enough stuff like i'm usually just doing something watching youtube like if i have downtime like, watching PewDiePie. I'm like, I'm like watching YouTube, watching PewDiePie play Minecraft. Yeah, dude, I've like watched that. every episode. That's crazy. I haven't watched every. I, in fact, I've watched like almost none. But oh, well, you're just making me feel bad. Still have to finish yeah. Supermarket. Degenerate. I still need to finish. Like, I just have. I just do other stuff. I'm just not into like just listening and. Yeah, yeah. I, your want, ears. I want visual stimuli. Yeah, you know your your ear stimulator. Yeah, is not, I is give not Tim a lot of that. Um, sexual stimuli. Yeah. Well, make we have to make sure lights on. But yeah. 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 
The it's not fun to fly. He gives me all the stimulants. <laughs> That's actually not true. Gives me all of them. Um, yeah. Well, this has been the the Bamba and Tim. Is that it? Is that all we got? I, un- unfortunately, I mean, I, dude, I wish we could go on longer, but holy crap, it's yeah. been it's yeah. been a long time. This may be our longest podcast. Yeah, um, dude. You can't go short when all Julio's in town. Come on. Yeah, it's true. Do you, I mean, do you do you want to talk about more things? No, I mean, if you guys are <laughs> down, let's let's call it. Um. Well, this has been the Bamba and Tim therapy session with our what, therapist, oh, Julian. I do want to know one thing. Yes. Why? Uh, why did your mom name you? Or who name came up with like Cecil? Like, was that like Cecil? your mom or your dad? That's a well. I think it was my mom. Like her grandfather. Right? Oh, okay. Um. His name was Cecil. He was. I've never like known the, this. So. He was like the best grandfather like, who've ever lived. At, pretty like, much. Yeah. Yeah. Ever, like, like to yeah. my mom, like I never met him, but um, he was like an amazing grandfather to her. Yeah. Um, Santa Claus. Type so, beat. so here's yeah. the mm-hmm. here's the thing though is that like mm-hmm. it's kind of shady because he ended up cheating on his uh, wife. Oh my! With her best friend. Mm. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I see but, you, Cecil. But like, but, like, but my mom was <laughs> like, moves. "Yeah, have you seen your great grandmother? Her grandma? She's like, I don't blame him." <laughs> my mom was what the? So your mom took his side. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. You gotta, if you met my great grandma, you'd know. World star. You'd World know. star. <laughs> yeah. So um, meme review. So she named me after him. You know, that's a great way to. <laughs> and and to, but to be fair, to be that's fair, that's crazy. That's a great. To be spin. fair, she named my little sister her mm-hmm. middle name after her grandma the one who got cheated on yes damn Wait, what is her florence florence sorry florence that's i'm cecil name. cecil and florence it's a great it's name dang, you cheated on your sister it's kind of it's kind of alabama i don't know how i got <laughs> there i, I want to slap you too. <laughs> i'm surprised we didn't make any ginger jokes the entire podcast yeah that's kind of pathetic i was expecting more yeah because um, we made one like well, i think when nate was on the podcast we went to be <laughs> fair he hard. has he has way more ginger hair than i do yeah I don't know. Like he's yeah, more ginger. Julian has. He's like a pure. Avidly, um, advocate for the fact that he's not ginger. But I don't Nate think Eerie, I'm ginger. Nate Erie passionately accepts his ginger. <laughs> when ethnicity. he doesn't think that he's ginger. That was sexy. Tim's just. Hey, hey, whoa! We got your hands on my man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, gr- groping my thigh. Um, right yeah, that was ooh, the ooh, Bam and Tim Trinity. podcast. Feet, yeah, Nike man. Um, yeah, I'll be back. You'll be back. Work. Honestly, these are really fun, especially with you. Um, we, I, I was telling Tim, I actually wanted to like open the season with you, but it just like you know, scheduling, didn't happen, scheduling didn't work. But you know, I mean, yeah. glad we got to get you on. Yeah. I'm on episode I'll be, six. I'll, you know, I'd saying? be a happy permanent addition, dude. Honestly, if you're ever like around, you know, yeah, and we're I'm recording too. one, you just come do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, too. shit, I'm down with the mic. Like, like shit, bro. Like I'll come through. You know, what I'm <laughs> that's freaking dope. Um, so yeah, thank you for tuning in to the Bamba and Tim podcast. Um, thanks for having me on. Is this the latest yeah. we've ever stayed up doing one? I don't know. I feel tired though. I feel yeah, like for um, context, it's one forty. I feel like having a sex and then going to bed with you, Nathan. Oh, you still want to do it tonight? Oh yeah, daddy. every night, every night, Nathan. <laughs> every night, Nathan. Of course. No questions asked, baby. No questions so, asked. This is know? this has been a really fun podcast. Hundred percent. Um. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. I would say good night, but I don't know what time you listen to the podcast. So. Good night. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon.